I remember when I had a really bad panic attack and I thought I was dying. It felt like I was just being like covered in blankets almost, like I couldn't feel anything, no one was around, it was just me and that feeling. No one expects it to be anxiety or an anxiety attack. Hi, this is Messages of Hope and I'm Joe Chamberlain. Anxiety can affect any of us at any time. How do you cope with anxiety? Sometimes it can seem that nothing we do helps and often it just makes things worse. Today we're hearing the real life struggles of teenagers with anxiety. Describe what anxiety feels like. I could go a whole day at school and not remember anything a teacher has said because I'm just sitting in the classroom focusing on, okay, like, do I look normal? Do I look like I'm functioning properly? I hope no one can tell. I can't focus on anything around me, like whatsoever. I just felt like no one else around me was experiencing it. So obviously it's like something personally wrong with me and there's no cure for it. I'm just gonna stay like this forever. It was a very like isolating moment. It can literally come out of nowhere and you just don't know why it can be the most random thing. Like walking down the street. Someone touching me is a big one for me. It can be someone walking past me in the shops and they just brush past me or whether it's someone I trust, it can still just come out of nowhere and really overtake that whole moment. You're listening to Messages of Hope. When you suffer from anxiety, you can feel like you're the only one who does. However, many people suffer from anxiety. You're not alone and there is hope. Coming up, we'll hear insights on who teenagers can turn to and strategies that have helped and not helped them cope with anxiety. Today we're hearing real stories about the impact of anxiety on teenagers. What stops you from asking for help? I never talked about it, especially to my parents, because I always thought that they would feel like they had failed in some way or that they would feel like it was on them. I didn't want anyone to feel like they were responsible or there was anything they could do to fix it because they were just my thing. I didn't want to bring anyone else in on it. You don't want to be judged, don't want to be pitied. It's personal. And having somebody else there kind of invades that sort of privacy and then it kind of makes it worse. I don't really talk about it unless, like with your friends, if you know that they're in a similar position, then it's like they understand and they're friends, so it's fine. But other than that, you, I just, you don't talk about it. For me to talk to someone, it was actually the school counsellor and I only did that because I was forced to by people around me but also I have siblings that I'm very protective of and I did not want my problems to affect them so I knew I had to do something about it. I don't know I feel like maybe in high school especially in those later years a lot of people probably everyone experience it and at a party or in the bathrooms you seem to run into somebody who's struggling and they talk about it and then you talk about it and you're not competing or anything you're both just going we, we've all felt this. What are some things that really don't help? When people tell me to calm down or just breathe. That just annoys me so much. (laughs) When people try to relate to you, that just makes my blood boil. Especially if you got yourself calm enough in a situation to sit and talk to them and then they're like trying to bring you back into the situation. Oh, I know how you feel in that situation. I'm like, I don't want to be in the situation with you right now. Let's not do that. Everyone's anxiety is different. So like not sharing tips sometimes is almost the better way to go about it because I guarantee everyone's tried to find their own tips. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Anxiety is difficult to deal with and difficult to care for someone who's going through it. 
Coming up, you'll discover who people turn to when faced with anxiety and what helps them through. Anxiety in teens can be debilitating and a real struggle. Who do teenagers turn to and how can they find a pathway out of anxiety? The people who are closest to me, like my best friends, the way they handle it the best, they'll be like, all right, let's go for a walk because walking it out is one of my strategies. And they've learnt that and they're like, okay, let's get you in the fresh air. Let's go for a walk. Sometimes if I don't want to do that, it's good to be pushed to. Other times you don't want to be pushed because they've been through so much with you and experienced a lot with you. They know that you're just having a moment and you'll probably go take a walk with them later. Usually if I'm at home with the family, mum will come in and be like, what do you need? And I'll usually say I have no idea. Then she knows that she just needs to get to the point, be realistic with me, tell me what is going to happen next, give me like a set list of what I'm going to do and then I can work through it. And that's, again, just taking the steps forward. If I can take a step forward, then I know I'm taking a step, you know, out of the situation. I just like to be left alone, not really having anybody try and talk to you or if they do just like being extra kind just kind of being aware that you're in quite an emotional state I guess and don't take anything personally and kind of just give that bit of space and don't put pressure on on me yeah what are some strategies that have worked for you as I got older and I know how to deal with it more it's more about like kind of you center yourself obviously you can't all the time but you try and bring it back to what you can smell, what you can touch, what you can hear, and just try and go through all that. I have learned literally just with experience, but just embracing the fact that it's happening, I'm not going to be able to escape it if I'm having a panic attack. It's going to happen whether I like it or not. So just embracing that it's going to happen and like saying, yeah, this sucks. But then, you know, you're not trying to escape it and you're not spending more energy trying to run away from what's going to happen anyway. If I've accepted it, and that's the first step towards getting through it, I think. I've always like thought you can't have good without the bad, so I know I've had a really, really bad day, and that helps me appreciate when I'm having a really, really good day. I can just be carefree with the people I'm around. Like I can appreciate that moment so much more. I've found the strategy that works for me in the situation. I just count. I pick any pattern around me and I just meticulously count. It could be the dots in the carpet and if I can just keep counting, put your brain back to phase one, what you learn to do when you're little, you count, and that sort of gets me out of it. If you see me staring at a wall, I'm probably counting the dots on the wall. For me, it's kind of like acknowledging how I'm feeling and then finding something to ground yourself. It can be different every time, really, but just finding one thing to kind of ground you and bring yourself back. Quite often I feel like it's just the, like, even the act of choosing to do something about it is, like, a step forward into the right direction. So, yeah. Knowing who you can turn to and how to ground yourself are helpful ways to manage anxiety. If you are struggling with anxiety, there is help available. Please contact Lifeline on 13114. That's Lifeline 13114. For more on anxiety, go to messagesofhope.org.au. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Be inspired and encouraged by following Messages of Hope on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. Coming up, we'll hear what gives teenagers hope through anxiety. You're listening to Messages of Hope. We're talking about anxiety in teenagers. How do you break the cycle of helplessness that comes with anxiety? When you have the good days 
And you just want to have the hope that you have more good days than bad days. Having goals, having something to work towards or look forward to, whether it's an event or a wedding or (laughs) um, a career goal as well, just having something in the future that makes me want to keep working hard. The good days, even if it's like the end of a day, if it's a nice sunset, I'm like, oh, well, the world's bigger than me and this has been good and it might be good tomorrow. Hi, I'm Jo Chamberlain from Messages of Hope. Caring for a teenager with anxiety can be overwhelming and there's often very little we can do for them. Knowing they are loved no matter what and just being present with them can help. Know that Jesus cares for all his children and is walking beside them through all their struggles. Bring your requests to God and know that he is listening. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts dealing with anxiety, go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Jo Chamberlain. I hope you can join us again next week for another Messages of Hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.